Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I cannot wait to deliver this episode to you all. I'm going to keep it super short and sweet. Like really, I know I say that and then maybe sometimes it goes a little long. I am going to keep it short, okay? And I think this information is some of the most simple yet powerful information that I can give to you all. I am going to give you the top three phrases that you need for a great relationship. So these are the phrases that need to be in your communication toolbox in order for you to show up and have a great relationship. Whether it's with your romantic partner or just relationships in general, you need these phrases. Okay. And before we dive into that, uh, I was just kind of laughing to myself because I have these moments where I go, oh, wow, I've been living in California for a while. I think it's rubbing off on me. And one of those moments was when I realized I've started to use the term conscious coupling. Okay, y'all, if you have never heard that term, maybe you're from Virginia. I know I have a listener in Virginia. What's up, Angie? Um, But wherever you're from and you're like, what the heck is a conscious couple? That is crazy. If you've never heard that term, just shoot me a DM. Let's laugh about it, okay? Let me tell you, in Montana where I grew up, if you were like, yes, I'm just looking to have a conscious partnership, people would look at you like you're crazy. So anyways, I always have these little moments where I go, wow, I have been hanging out in California for too long, (laughs) but I love it here. And the cool thing is, is I've actually been reflecting for probably about the past year, just reflecting and really understanding and doing a deep dive into what is a conscious couple. And a conscious couple you know, is composed of two people who are intentionally showing up in the relationship and they're aware of their communication. They're aware of how they're showing up. They're aware of how the couple is functioning. They check in with themselves. They are committed to their individual growth and they check in with the couple and they are committed to the growth of the couple. That is not an official definition. That is the definition I have created. So one of the things is that if we want a conscious partnership, we have to be willing to improve our communication. 
And for a lot of us, it just doesn't come naturally. We did not grow up in households where there was good communication. We did not have past relationships where there was good communication. So there's this huge learning curve. So let's dive into today's episode where I give you the top three phrases that you need in your communication toolbox in a relationship, whether it's romantic or with family or work, wherever, you need to get good at these phrases. Okay. So the first one is, I feel. (laughs) And, you know, uh, it sounds simple, right? Like, I feel sad. I feel unsupported. I feel unheard. I feel unappreciated. So it's a simple phrase. However, so many of us have blocks around it because there were times earlier in our lives when we were vulnerable, we expressed how we felt, and it wasn't heard and it wasn't validated. So we are scared to use that phrase. So if you want a great relationship, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to express your feelings. So that was the first phrase, I feel. The second phrase, I need. So, so often in a couple, especially even in work, friendships, whatever, we will assume that people know what our needs are because there is this fantasy that people will be able to read your mind or they will be able to meet your needs and maybe you're projecting onto them. Maybe if it's your romantic partner, you're projecting onto them a childhood wound, a father wound, a mother wound, and you want them to meet your needs. The reality is though That if you do not say, I need X, Y, and Z, there is a high likelihood that that person is not going to know. And then what ends up happening is we become resentful, we become distant. You know, by not expressing your needs, you are preventing your partner from having the opportunity to meet your needs. Okay, so the second phrase was, I need, okay? And what I want to say is this is important for both people to get good at. Both people need to be able to say, you know, I feel this way, what I need from you is. It has to go both ways. There needs to be space for both people in the relationship. Okay, the third phrase that every healthy relationship needs is the story I'm telling myself is. So you know how if you're in a relationship and maybe there was something that you were really looking forward to or you felt like you really wanted from your partner, maybe it was that your birthday was coming up and you expected them to plan a trip for you, but instead they wanted to take you bowling because maybe that's what they wanted to do or what your friends wanted to do. And 
what can happen is you start spiraling and maybe you say, I just feel like this person doesn't really care about me. So if you're that partner, you would say, wow, I, the story that I'm telling myself is, is that if you loved me, you would have known I wanted to go to Mexico instead of the freaking bowling alley. (laughs) So taking ownership over the story that we're telling ourselves, and it's usually rooted in a fear of abandonment or a fear of not being loved. There's usually some deeper meaning to it. So let's review these three phrases, and then I will let you know what they kind of look like in practice. So real quickly, it's pretty simple, but very powerful. The first one was, I feel. Second, I need. Third, the story I'm telling myself is. So I do a lot of couples therapy, which I enjoy And y'all, couples therapy is like the extreme sport of therapy, let me tell you. It is a lot of fun. There's a lot going on in the room, and I really enjoy it. One of the things that happens is I'm always teaching couples how can they communicate to each other so that they can be heard. So often in our communication, we are focusing on expressing ourselves that we don't think about how can I express myself in a way that my partner can take it in. So these three phrases that I just taught you, those are designed to give you the tools you need so your partner can actually hear you. So as an example, if you uh, get in an argument with your partner, let's just say over the dishes, they're not doing the dishes. And you say something like, you jerk, you never do the dishes, you suck, you obviously don't care about me, what is this, etc. And you're, you know, saying all of the blaming and you're angry, etc. Do you think your partner is going to be able to take that in? No, they are not. So, What I tell couples is I will, I'll actually watch them. I'll let them do the whole arguing and I'll analyze, oh, so this is the typical cycle that they get in when they argue. I'll watch it. And then I say, how's that working for you? Is that working? And then I offer them to try a new way. So what would it look like to do it differently? Well, you could say this. I feel unappreciated. I feel alone. I feel like you don't really want to be in this marriage when you're not doing your share of the chores. What I need from you is the willingness to do the dishes three times a week. And to use the other phrase, the story that I'm telling myself when when you don't do the dishes, I feel like you must hate our life together, that you don't want to be here, that you don't care about me, that you don't appreciate me, and 
that you don't want to do anything to improve our relationship or change. So that way of expressing that conversation, that is going to be taken in so much better than the first example, right? When we are blaming, when we're using use, et cetera, the person who we're delivering that to immediately gets defensive. So I want to encourage you, whether it is in a romantic relationship, a relationship with a family member, boss, et cetera, friend, how can you change your communication so that the other person can actually take it in? And I guarantee you it's going to include these phrases. I feel, I need, the story I'm telling myself is. I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. Like I said, I want to keep it super short, but powerful. And if you know someone who needs this, maybe they have conflict in their relationship, make sure that you send this episode to them. As always, it totally makes my day when you guys share an episode to your story on Instagram and then tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And one more thing, if you have not left me a review yet on Apple Podcasts, please go do that. It means the world to me and it's the thing that helps the show grow. All right, y'all, as always, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I will talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.